I still have the music. It still works. Yes. Wow. <laughs> a little early. Uh, <laughs> all right, man. How's it going? It's going, man. It's been a little while since we've done this. <laughs> since we've I done a, a live stream? We've been too yeah. busy playing uh, RC soccer on Fridays. Oh, yes. Um, For sure. Y- you know, you got to flex your muscles every once in a while. And I know we were just talking about it, but um, yeah, we, we're definitely... Uh, we might need to kick down a couple pegs, uh, <laughs> gain some humility back, because after last uh, last week, man, whoop, whoop. Yeah. Get yeah, that noobs. was pretty intense, man. Like I was literally as a joke, I was like, let's get to double digits in like, you know, the last minute, minute and a half or whatever. And we totally did it. <laughs> there was like 30 seconds left, I think. Like, it was it was, it was really so, something crazy for yeah, sure. Yeah. I don't remember the exact time, but and then like close shot, you know, and then come back around like there's no way we make this in like the last 10 seconds and then just chip it in. Oh, Rocket League is a fun game. Uh, and it takes a lot of practice. Like I'm still every once in a while we get paired with, uh, we get matched with someone who's a little bit better than we are and they're hovering the ball all over and juking us. And I'm like, well, I still have a long way to go, but it's okay. I got your back, man. I feel like I've been, this is one multiplayer game that I feel like I'm getting really, really good at. (laughs) And, uh, I'm just trying to like find open spots for you to like, if they're if you're distracting the other guys, all you gotta do is just like pass it to me, and I'm like good to good to shoot it. Oh yeah, like Steve coming out of the goal, the the goal. Uh, what is it? The how how do area how do sports ball work? Sports. Yeah, the goal the right zone terms. is what I would call it. <laughs> goal zone. That's how the German would probably call it. I don't know. Oh, okay, <laughs> German really have to have your English. Um, yeah. So this isn't a podcast about Rocket League. This is a podcast about metal music. So. Rocket League aside, what's uh what song has been stuck in your head? Oh, in my head? Um That's a great question, Adam. Let's start with yours first because that's the one I have queued up. <laughs> so the song stuck in my head um <laughs> is by the Black Dahlia Murder. And I, I think, you know, it's been a long time since we've talked, but honestly, like my life has just been kind of like you know the mode that you get in where you're listening to music, but you're not listening to music, right? You turn something mm-hmm. on just to have noise in the background, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and a lot of what I've been doing is having noise in the background. So I'm sure there were tons of bands that like flew through my ears that I just didn't think to save because I was too focused on something else. But mm-hmm. I, I played the Black Dahlia Murders albums a couple times in the last, you know, three weeks or so. And I've been watching uh, Brandon play on like YouTube because he's got a bunch of like just YouTube like Instagram rips from what he does. And the guy is such a phenomenally clean player. Uh, he's, he's got a so really effing good. He's got a really good sound, and he's just, it, it makes everything look effortless. So I really envy uh, that guy. Um, and I was listening to you know just like playthroughs of different songs and uh, their latest album, which I know we've we featured before, but uh, the title track Verminous off the album is such a good track, right? It starts off really eerie, but then like, even though it's slow, like he's doing a lot of like, how uh, it's like a, you know what the little scrapes that he's doing in between, like some of these, like uh, these licks. Oh man, it's so good. But like a minute 10 into verminous, um, we'll cue that up and take a listen there. Cause it's just, I like everything about this band. And I didn't think I would ever like a band like, 
the Black Dahlia murder, right? Which I know is more mainstream anyway. Uh, so it's right up my alley. But like, this is like the the heavier edge for me. And I'm like, I love this. This is this is what I needed. I love this little build up. The, oh. That's totally reminds me of like older like metalcore yeah just with more extreme vocals yeah maybe maybe that's that's exactly what i needed right was just uh because when you hear brandon play like it does sound almost like power metal you know-esque right Mm -hmm. and then every once in a while these like heavy metal you know like riffs come in but but oh super clean solo time And those vibratos too, so just like slow and wide. It's just like yes, it's like a signature for him, right? Like it's so, it's it's weird to say unique, right? Because but he's just got this really good, just clean vibrato that, oh, every time you hear it, you're like, oh, that's Brandon, isn't it? Yeah, it's Brandon. Yep, <laughs> yep. Ah, uh, great song, great band, great album, great vibes. You know, just just good vibes all around. Good vibes all around, indeed. Are you ready for yours now? I believe I am, yes. Sweet. All right, so a uh, song has been stuck in my head. Uh, was recently released by a band we both like that we have for a long time, Lamb of God. Um, they just released a single called Ghost Shaped People. Um, it's just a banger right from the start, so we'll go ahead and just get right into it. Signature Lamb of God, like. And I'm a sucker for double bass with a sick riff. And, you know. Yeah, that, that is true, right? Like, a nice driving double bass and a sick, like, groovy riff on top of it. That's what groove metal is all about, right? Yes. I love this little drum groove here. I went a little bit more straight with it that time. (laughs) And then we're back with a double bass. Just like, oh, so good. Yeah. You know, I I hate when we get to a point where we think a band can do no wrong, you know? Mm -hmm. But they definitely found their sound, and they run with their sound, and that sound works. So, yes. Yes, for if sure. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. <laughs> exactly. Uh, All right, man. Uh, it's it's been a while, so our follow up, uh, our our follow up. Oh my gosh, I forgot that this was follow up. I'm so glad you did your homework. So the last episode, I had listened to uh, Cattle Decapitations, uh, a song off of Death Atlas, and I believe this was featured in my uh, Blast Beat journey, right? I right. believe so, yes. And you had mentioned that you hadn't gotten around to actually listening to the album, but you did listen to the album now, so... Yes, I did. It's been a few weeks since I've listened to it, but um, I honestly haven't listened to that much Cattle Decapitation. I knew what their sound was like. I actually saw them once um, when I lived in Wisconsin um, at the Summer Slaughter Tour, and they're really awesome live, and... Listening to this new album by him, it 
honestly got me excited about death metal again and wanted me made me want to start listening to death metal more like it's so good it's so well composed the playing is super tight throughout the whole album um and it kind of is cool too that the vocalist i forget his name that he's got like a few different styles of doing you know vocals it's not just all low growls or gutturals or pig squeals right like there's some stuff where you can actually understand it's like oh this is cool yeah so okay the 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 song death atlas it got to a point where the vocal style changed for me and i wasn't that into it right like you said like yeah there are some parts how did how did you feel about that though cuz i feel i feel like that transition was like very noticeable for me when you went from you know the growling to this uh man it was it was really weird cuz it was like on the verge of clean growling <laughs> right yeah like i would say like highly intelligible growls <laughs> yes 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 um which is i don't know like i can kind of agree like listening to it or like thinking back on it you know when i was listening to it it's not like my favorite kind of vocal style but i appreciated that he was trying to do something different now how long he's been changing that up i have no idea because this is kind of my only frame of reference but coming from a background of death metal in general where like the vocals can be pretty stagnant it's either like high raspy growls or it's low gutturals and there's like no in between so hearing something that was a little bit different was just refreshing for me i guess yeah, I mean, death metal can be very repetitive. I mean, in the blast beat journey, you know, like, <laughs> that's the whole reason I'm doing that journey is because it's so damn yeah. repetitive. I need yeah. to find the, so good to know, like, I, I guess, like, that speaks to the theme that, you know, I had as well, which is they mix it up enough to keep it interesting and not just mm -hmm. be another uh, brick in, in the wall, you know? Yes. Sounds, yeah, that sounds it. Good job. Did you see what I, I did there? What I another another brick in the wall? No? Okay. Yeah, funny. I got the reference and then I missed it again and I tried, I don't know. <laughs> and then you bad, thumbs dude. up me in the camera. Like, yeah, man, great, good job. Let's uh, let's move on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I realized I totally fumbled it and I was just like, whatever, man, let's just keep going. <laughs> Fumble, another sports word. Uh, you sports fumbled ball. it in the goal zone. <laughs> in the goal zone, yes. I have done that a few times. <laughs> uh, so um, we have your underground quarter too, right? That's a... Uh, Yes, yes. So uh, for anyone who has been, you know, paying attention to the podcast for a little bit, um, this year I decided to up the ante a little bit with the Underground Corner. So every episode I'm going to be doing featuring two bands. But since it's been a little bit, I felt a little bit bad. Uh, so I threw in an extra band just uh, for, you know, posterity or whatever. Um some of these bands, it's actually been a little bit since I've discovered them, but I've just never actually had a chance to feature them. So um, it was nice to kind of go back and check out some of these bands, sort of rediscover them in a way. The first band I want to feature is uh, kind of like a doomy band. Um, they're called Green Druid, and it kind of falls in line with like a lot of other doom metal bands as far as like there's some sort of creature and something about the creature, usually like in the name or especially in song titles, like Mastodon is in a way like they have like that animal sort of creature portion to it. Same with like uh, Ahab. They have the whole whale theme. Um, 
But this band was really cool because I felt like the production quality was like a little bit better than your sort of run of the mill do metal band when that really kind of caught my ear. Um, so we're going to take a listen to the track called The Forest Dark off of the album At the Maw of Ruin. I like how it's The Forest Dark, you know, it's like El Pollo Loco, the chicken crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's not <laughs> totally. the dark forest, it's the forest dark. The forest dark. <laughs> so, and I know English is weird, you know, English with uh, adjectives and, you know, no true like possession and like no masculine feminine pronoun like or not pronouns but like yeah and when i, I like first that. heard this intro that bass like really got me i was like whoa <laughs> it just kind of slowly builds up how slow are we talking? Are we talking like a, a doom second or like a doom minute? It's pretty it's pretty average. It's not that bad. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. There we go. I forgot to put up the artwork. What does the artwork for the, the forest dark look like? Or dark forest? Uh, it's kind of like this... Uh, king on a throne but like he's dead and like it's got a it's like either all carved out of stone or something with like a bunch of overgrown vines and stuff on it in like the middle of like this forest and like the atmosphere is like a fiery orange yellow color okay now i've now i've thought of another game we can play i've been thinking of games that we could play on the podcast for for fun right uh something something that we could either quiz each other on or like here listen to this solo and tell me you know who who played it or here's the mm. first 10 seconds of a song can you identify which artist it is uh now like i'm just gonna have one of us try to describe to the other what the album cover is with only words oh man that could be really fun i'm totally down to do that All right they obviously start with with easy ones right but uh you painting your word picture for me just brought that into the forefront i'm like all right that's a game that we have to play for sure it'll be good too because like we could have it displaying for everyone so everyone else who's watching the stream can see it and they're just like trying to <laughs> yeah you, you know, can't yelling cheat, at the screen. You, you won't be able to look at chat when uh when this is going on I'm not... but if i'm running oh well okay. look the other I see way what you're man. there you see what you're saying. minimize the chat window you could do it um okay that's all right. true you know a game master dungeon master dungeon dungeon master me please um we'll figure it out yeah for sure so very doomy very bass crunchy i kind of liked like that uh that's nice heavy bass in the beginning because ooh, thump 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 yeah yes for sure um the next band i want to feature is kind of an atmospheric black metal band i found out from a couple of friends but then also like right around the same time uh i heard it on satellite radio which was pretty cool um, the band is called Anomaly. They're from France, I think. Uh, they have an album called Visions. Um, on this album, they do that thing that you don't really like where, like, they give it, like, a, a number or, like, it'll be, like, the album title with, like, a number or something, right? Um, <laughs> but they they do give, like, names after it. So this is the fifth track on the album. So it's Vision 5, Starless Nights. 
Um, it's got this really cool intro that uses like some type of flanger or phaser effect on the guitars, and then it gets into some sweet riffage. So give me a moment to get this queued up here. Sweet riffage. You know, like Article 3 or, you know, Section B, like if that's how you have to title your songs, you know, then mm, feel. Ooh. Ooh. I like the panning. Now we're atmospheric. There we go. Yep. It's pretty groovy. I like it. It's finding the groove for me. It's taking a little bit. It's taking a sweet time to find the groove, you know? Atmospheric black metal is like the doom metal of black metal. <laughs> it's just black doom metal. It's oh, black man. doom metal. <laughs> With like splash more blast beats than you normally find in a doom band <laughs> so splash you're just making a cocktail every time man <laughs> yeah <laughs> every band is just their own cocktail a little bit of bourbon a little bit of bitters simple syrup <gasps> the mixology of metallurgy the mixo- <laughs> <laughs> well okay so i was gonna say the mixology of metal would be another good one but this is another you know name we should trademark um yeah <laughs> oh. metallurgy that that one was uh that was a stroke of genius right there uh yes when, when we landed on that name um i don't think we'll yes, ever get another million totally. dollar idea like that again definitely not definitely not especially when we found out that our rocket league team name was taken <laughs> oh that was, that was such a bummer but whatever man it's cool well, it's cool you know i guess everyone wants to be a ball handler so i guess so <laughs> <laughs> all right man take me home number three all righty number three uh this band i've kind of been sitting on for a little bit um i've always gotten distracted with another band before uh showcasing this one on the uh, underground corner here <clears throat> this one showed up on my uh spotify playlist for what do they call it not release radar something along those lines like it recommends that you would like. I forget what they call it now. Um, this band is called Shade Empire. They're kind of like symphonic metal, but not in like the traditional way we expect it. So it's not quite like symphonic black metal or symphonic death metal, but it's a little bit more technical. But as the song like keeps going on, uh, it just gets better and better. And I really, really like it. I'm going to start it about 16 seconds in. The intro starts out really kind of uh, slow and like melodic. There's like a heart playing. I don't want to focus too much on that because it kind of gets better from there. So we'll go Ooh. and take a listen here. Ah, oh, man. Symphonic metal, like... I don't know why it fits so well. Especially with like the a chugs. lot of this, yeah, yeah. A lot of this reminds me of a lot of like Stormlord, and that's why I love it so much. Or even like um, Camelot. 
but see, like, I, I think we've talked about dead air a couple times, right? Like, which is one thing that you you have to use wisely. And you know, when we talk about soundscapes and mixing and how do you compose this track, I think you know, symphonic metal has really carved out a, a nice ambiance, you know, with the symphonic, uh, you know, portions and the orchestral portions, and then accents with all of these chugs right like i i really think that combination that cocktail that they got going on like goes down smooth yes try to really totally agree that with analogy that. here <laughs> I, I like it i like where it was going i was willing to follow that to the end oh, wow. and i was not disappointed wow this is the first time anyone said that to me i finished and they were disappointed <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Harsh, man. Uh, you know, self-deprecating humor is the best. Yeah. All right, man. I think you have a new section in our follow-up. Yeah? Yeah. So uh, I think I pigeonholed myself into this one where I said, you know, well, Steve's going in underground corner and I'm, you know, trying to find the perfect blast beat. So let's carve out a section for that. So in my blast beat journey, again, th- this this spell that we had in between recording sessions or um you know streams i really have been listening to music in the background not in the forefront uh, but i went through my blast uh blast beats bucket or playlist uh, for everyone out there who calls them normal things uh but i remember seeing you know one in there and i was like oh wow i didn't think this band really had that much to offer in terms of blast beats because it's a very kind of like metalcore band uh and it's unearthed uh, and then I remember that this album, I think it's called Watchers of the Rule. Um, but this whole album was like a curveball coming from Unearth. And I don't know who they had playing drums on this album. I didn't look it up, but wow, it's intense. Uh, and they had this song called The Swarm, which kind of starts off and they don't feature blast beats, you know, throughout the entire song. But in the very beginning, they kind of hit you and they hit you fast, uh, but they change up enough to keep me interested and they stop in time before i get bored so right from the beginning the swarm is is just a killer killer little drum drum section there's enough other hits for me to okay i got you I can see. But I it's totally still remember. I totally remember when this came out because I was listening to satellite radio at the time when it came on, and I was just like, "This is unearthed. Like, what happened? <laughs> where did that come from?" Yeah. But much like where did that come from? It's like very quickly after the song progresses, you're like, "Oh, it's gone now." Okay. Well, <laughs> oh, okay. Now we're into typical unearth with the, with the sweeping and tap patterns. Like, Give me that metalcore, man. Give me that sweet, sweet metalcore. I love metalcore riffs. Oh, jeez. Yeah, man. It's still real good. <laughs> so an- another example, like, still on the way to finding it, because I think, you know, while this one was very driving, like, there was enough to, to mix it up, but it, it didn't, it wasn't enough of a variation, right? Like, you could still tell that Snare was driving, was the center center of the show. And, you know, the couple other, you know, Tom hits and stuff, you know, in between uh, to mix up the variations. 
wasn't enough and it lasted only 30 seconds long and i don't think anyone can be satisfied after only 30 seconds so all right i'm gonna I'm i'll stop i'll stop <gasps> oh my goodness it's I'll all be, good, i'll behave for the rest of the episode uh so that's 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 at least my my lazy side of the blast beat journey um and and i think you know we'll just kind of lean into that theme or at least for me i'll lean into the theme of this episode, you know, we usually have a topic that we coalesce on, um, but this one very much is going to be another catch-up episode for us. And I think this is our second one of the year, right? Um, yeah. So our catch-up episode two, the return of the catch-up. Um, return of the catch-up. So I don't know, and I'm going to be respectful here, uh, I don't know how you organized the the playlist or how you want me to go about this i'm assuming we're going to zipper like we always do but i don't know who's first up on the zipper um so i have it organized exactly the way it looks on the outline here so i can jump around wherever sweet okay um well then i'll, I'll go ahead and go first and get another one of mine just out of the way um since, since we'll go go through that uh, i didn't do a count but uh, we'll make it work so i think we're pretty even so it'll be fine there we go um as I mentioned, a lot of it for me was was just kind of familiar noise uh, this 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 week or this last couple of weeks. And there was one track that I remember listening to and I was like, oh, man, I have to bookmark this like this is this is great. And then when I looked up who it was, I was like, I already have this album in my in my list. Like I've already played this album before, but I just forgotten like completely about it. And it's Arch Enemy, uh, War Eternal. And that track just caught me out of nowhere and i had it had been so long since i listened to you know like older arch enemy that i just forgot it existed and it was such a great time like one of those great shuffle moments right where where something hits your ears and you're like this is epic and then you look at it like oh yeah there's that whole album i haven't listened to it forever so that's really what kicked this off for me uh so war nice. eternal right from the start just insta grab of the ears and I love everything about um, Arch Enemy Guitar. It's just, it's great. So groovy. Every single song of theirs is so groovy. This is the riff that got me, though. And then this hits you. Ah, I love it. Chills, man. Chills. Yeah, this is the first album of theirs that featured their most current singer. Who's their Who's their current singer now? So was it Alyssa oh. the first? Li- yeah, it's Alyssa. Okay, Alyssa Lutz. Yeah. And who was it before? What was her? Angela Gossow. Angela. The two A names, man. Like, Yep. I love this melody in the chorus. Just like... It's <laughs> a Jeff Loomis, right? He's, he's, he's a, one of the guitarists. Right? He has his own yeah. thing going on, too, right? Wait, say that again? Jeff Loomis has like his own thing going on, right? Doesn't he have like a couple different 
side project? Yeah, he's a he's got a solo project. He also uh, did a kind of one off album with another guitarist, Keith Marrow, called Conquering Dystopia. I may have featured one song by them. I can't remember. If not, I'll have to do that soon because that's a really good album. Um, and then, yeah, he's currently uh, gu- guitar in one of the guitarists in Arch Enemy. There you go. Mm. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Give me a second to uh, get my next song queued up here. Oh, okay. I got to get and ready then, for this one. Then I'll introduce it. <laughs> yeah. uh the build-up to this song when i saw it in the outline i was like hmm <gasps> what is happening this oh damn it doesn't... i forgot to undo the uh <laughs> the out- show the album art <laughs> so everyone gets to see it when i change the song <laughs> <laughs> it's okay so everyone knows what it's it is good. so i don't have to play the spoiler right yeah yeah <laughs> there it is there it is <laughs> So, Steve, what you got? <laughs> All right. For anyone who hasn't been paying attention for the last 10 seconds, the first song I want to feature um, is one that came up in my release radar playlist on Spotify. And I think it's really funny because I've been constantly telling myself I need to get into this band more because a certain someone that I know features them all the time. And he raves about how good they are. So I said, OK, OK, I need to listen to him. But Spotify was one step ahead of me. Uh, they released a song recently called Extinct by Instinct. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoyed the wordplay. But this is a reprise because I believe, maybe you can correct me on this, Adam, this was another song that they did, but that wasn't acoustic. Is that right? Correct. So uh, August Burns Red <laughs> is is kind of notorious for this where they will you know release their album and then they'll go back and they'll redo a track um as a reprise and it will be like an acoustic version um so this is a very common thing i think uh one of my favorite reprises they have is majoring in the minors um which mm. is another one that they've done which is oh such a good instrumental oh my god such a good acoustic track um but yes so keep going I didn't mean to steal the show with my favorite. Totally fine, man. Totally fine. Um, It's good to kind of have someone who knows that back history a little bit to kind of fill in the gaps for me. So (laughs) totally good. Um, What really caught me about the song is just like the overall like tone and feel like it has this really kind of exotic feel to it. Um, And you'll know it when you hear it. Um, I I just think it's great. So I'm going to start at about a minute in. I guess there's some really good sections in here, so we'll go ahead and take a listen. <sighs> and then when the drums pick up, oh. I feel like I'm playing Assassin's Creed and there's guys after me. Like, yeah, this right? is great. Like, <laughs> they've done the Western motif a couple times and that one really gets me. And sometimes I'll do that in the middle of a song. And I love how they incorporate some electric guitar too, but like it's got very subtle overdrive like or distortion. Like, oh, it's so good. Like, listening to this makes me want to make music like this. This is so cool. (laughs) They do such a good job 
and then it just kind of keeps going from there. Oh, it's real good. That that's great. I'm so I'm 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 happy that you got to you know experience you know this the reprise. But you should listen to the original. Uh, I'm going to now for sure <laughs> because then it's really like you said because you can appreciate you know like what they're doing and how they're making this music. And we listen to the original like oh whoa like it's not like a verbatim like cut paste just change tone you know like they they mix it up and and very they're very talented um and i love when they do that um funny enough i was actually watching a drum playthrough from from matt from august burns red uh (laughs) which song was it it was ties that bind okay I did and, watch a video of him playing recently too, but I couldn't tell you the song because I'm not familiar enough with their catalog. Yeah, so I mean, Matt's a very technical player, right? He 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 very much uh, he's all over the place all the time on the kit, uh, and he makes a lot. He he makes the most out of out of every piece on the kit, which is, which is really fun fun to watch. So watching his drum playthroughs, like you really get to see and appreciate everything that he's doing because. You know, ABR, they're a very technical band. Like they do like to, to mix a lot together. Uh, so focusing on just one instrument at a time it is kind of a nice thing. Um, but I was watching this drum playthrough and I was like, man, I did not catch all those notes the first eight times I listened to this song. And I'm watching him. And I'm like, okay, intense. So great band. Everyone mm. should listen to August Burns Red. Nice. Did you do the button? Did you? Yeah, I did do the button. <laughs> <laughs> you shadow press the button for me. It's great. Yeah, man. All right, so ball is in your court, my good right. sir. Um, so so this is a song that kind of spoke to me, and this one actually came up, and I added to my to the list of songs that we were going to talk about today. Uh, it happened today, and just you know, like I've mentioned. It's kind of been one of those times where I put on just music to listen to, but not actively listen to, just noise. Um, yeah, that's because this week has been kind of crazy. So uh, this song came up and the lyrics just spoke to me. <laughs> it's a song by Guar and the song is Sick of You. So it... <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> when it got to the chorus, I'm like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what that's that's what I want. So uh, I'm kind of coming at the end of the song here, but uh, sick of you at about two minutes in, they just kind of go into the chorus where, you know, I'm sick of you. So. <sighs> Did you? We've talked about this, right? Did you ever see Guar live? I have not seen them live, but I always love your story. <laughs> okay, so... All right. Uh, so this was, um, what, Sounds of the Underground tour in San Diego? Sounds right, yeah. At Soma, right? So Sounds of the Underground, probably, what, 2006, I want to say. Um, I, I went there to go see, you know, just a bunch of bands that were playing. I think Still Remains was playing, Trivium played... Uh, As I Lay Dying was playing. Uh, Guar was playing, too. So it was an all-day kind of festival outside, and we're all there. And, you know, me being, like, a teen, like, right out of high school, I didn't know exactly what the whole motif or, like, the whole thing was with Guar. So I just remember when they were set to go on stage, right, everyone, like, all of a sudden put on white T-shirts, 
and all of a sudden started just like rushing up to, you know, like the center stage. And I'm like, what is happening? Like, why is everyone like super excited? Like just plain white t-shirts. Like that's what they had on and they were all running up there. So, you know, then Guar comes out in like full on costume, you know, like doing their thing. And then I'm like, okay, like I get, I get that. That's fine. So then partway through the song, I forget what they're singing. And then all of a sudden he whips this, this thing out and starts spraying yellow liquid all over <laughs> everybody in the crowd. And I'm like, Oh my gosh. Wait a minute. Hold on. So good. So this high good. pressure nozzle, just like this hose, just, you know, like, out there spray and everyone is jumping up and down the white t-shirts and then uh this big mechanical like dragon comes out on stage at one point in time and i'm like oh boy this is intense and i'm standing in the back right because i don't have my white t-shirt on i have the you know 40 dollar t-shirt that i just bought at the merch you know <laughs> table behind me so i'm not i'm not about to go out there and you know like subject myself to being like coated in sugary you know uh food dye flavored water um but anyway, this dragon comes out or dinosaur, I don't remember exactly what, and they slay this thing and chop off, you know, the head of this dinosaur, you know, this big, big mechanical fake thing. And then it starts spraying, you know, red liquid everywhere. And everyone's like jumping up and down. And I am, I'm just lost. And I, and I didn't get it. Um, and then. <laughs> I love how you just like went into this with like no frame of reference at all. You're like, okay, I know Guar, like they make music and like, Maybe they dress up. Maybe you knew that, but like you had no idea what their live performances were about at all. <laughs> and you know me, I'm just like I'm flabbergasted the whole time. Just what did I, what did I miss? Like wh where in the memo <laughs> did it say that this is going to happen? Like did they start saying like, hey, things are good? And I should have known something was up when they came out and started like coating all of the amps and like equipment in like plastic wrap. <laughs> Like, as they're setting up for state, I'm like, what are they doing? What? what? Odd. Yeah, that's that's an interesting choice. Uh, yeah. I'm like, I don't think it's going to rain. We're in San Diego. It doesn't rain here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so oh. I, after that, you know, and then learning about the stage for it's just, it's another level of appreciation that you start to have, right? Uh, and I know Iron Maiden is big on this kind of thing too, right? Like setting a stage and, you know, like bringing on a full performance. Uh, and me being a, a little punk metalcore kid, like that was never a, a thing, right? As, as scrappy as you can get, right? If, if, uh, you're not having to retune your guitar 18 times, uh, throughout your, your, your set, uh, you're doing it wrong. Um, <laughs> so seeing kind of like this more well thought out production with, you know, cues and stage left, stage right, like lighting and effects and, it just, uh, you know, made me appreciate all the theater majors out there who are, you know, earning their nine to five, not doing theater major stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Harsh, dude. Oh, oh. One of my other co-hosts is a theater major, so it's kind of a dig. Oh, him. OK. OK. That. OK. Totally cool. Totally cool. All right. <laughs> all the other theater majors, I appreciate all of you. That one theater oh. major that I'm talking about, you like, eh, I could take you or leave you. I, I really uh. like them though, so I hope <laughs> I hope they listen and they they fight me. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, so I believe Ball is back in my court. Yes. Yeah. Cool. So, um, 
I'm not going to preface this one too much because I need you to go into this as blind as I did going into it. Um, I will tell you this. The band name Paragon made me think of the other power metal band named Power or Paragon that I had featured before. They're kind of like an old school kind of power metal feel. So I thought they released some new music. And this is what I heard. And I thought, okay, like, this is different. It's not them, but it's not something... It kind of reminds me of, like, early Stradivarius in a way. I was like, okay, maybe I can get on board with this. And then I was like, ooh, samples, that's totally new. I've never heard that. Uh Uh-huh. Commercial break. (laughs) What? Wait. Yeah. It's, this was on my release radar because I liked a band named Paragon. This is also an artist called Paragon, but let me tell you, it is not the same Paragon that I was thinking of. <laughs> I'm dead. This is about the extent of the song. Dead. She's dead. Where's the guitar? Where's the drummer? <laughs> I Come know. in already. Oh my gosh. That's got to be one of the most amazing snafus ever in, a, in an algorithm. <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, let me tell you, my release radar has been getting severely messed up these past few weeks. It's, it's bad. I don't know what's been going on. It recommended... Okay, I'll take this back. I know why one thing got recommended to me. It gave me something new from Mariah Carey because I listened to that stupid Christmas album back in December. (laughs) (laughs) That's why you go Michael Buble, you know, like. (laughs) But that's just going to muck it up even worse. (laughs) I don't know. Michael Bubble will give you, you know, like some Sinatra-esque stuff. And I I feel like. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh, man. But, like, that's the weird thing, right? Like, it's the tease where you're like, okay, like, that's interesting. Like, I could see how maybe that's how it would start. And then, ooh, samples. Maybe they're trying something totally different. And yeah. You get into the beat. Like, I was totally, like, expecting that to go somewhere else. And I was like, okay, maybe it's, like, uh, kind of like theory on or something where, like, they're kind of incorporating some more modern elements of music into what they're doing. And I'm like, oh, okay, this could be really cool. Like, maybe they're actually trying to progress. And then it wasn't them. And I was like, fuck. I was on the freeway when I was driving, when <laughs> this happened, too. So, like, I... <laughs> Some weirdo, you know, stuck in traffic next to me is looking at me like, what's his deal, man? <laughs> You're yelling at the... What is I'm like, this? what the fuck? I need fucking Paragon. So, I have to ask this. is like, when did you finally realize that something was wrong? Uh, Definitely when that drum beat came in. I was like, there's no way this is... <laughs> no. They had me up to there. So that was like a full, like, 20, almost 30 seconds 30 into seconds, it where yeah. I was just like... Oh, this is a good build. Okay, I can I can totally get on board with this. Oh man, like it's a slow burn. I kind of like. Oh, all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was definitely. And then, uh, definitely and then not the it. Blade Two soundtrack drops, and you're like, Yeah, wait, wait a second. <laughs> totally. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh, that's amazing. Oh, I'm so glad that because uh, 
no joke i was like okay like straightforward this is gonna be metal i'm like why is he saying this is gonna be something like controversial this is gonna be weird <laughs> i'm so glad that you got like sold onto it too because it sold me so well i was like okay it's gotta sell him too <laughs> everything was legal like okay like maybe not a traditional like metal track but i'm like well, all right they've fine. had i mean some of their song titles are a little weird and i was just like okay i you know if they have something in mind whatever i'll let them run with it yeah yeah. <laughs> Amazing. So good. All right. Um so uh, I'm going to skip ahead one song if that's okay with you uh on my side because since we're talking about like algorithms and you know like uh placement and music being put in in front of you um there is a band that released a new album that has been getting put in front of every single one of my cues and every single one of my listen, you know, to this playlist things and that's Tribulation. So they can yeah, look at you. You're all excited yes, for this. Yes, I'm and, so pumped. <sighs> Continue. And, and I saw it come up and I was like, all right. Like, you know, usually you see one thing and you're like, all right, like, fine. You know, like, again, because I was turning on stuff, I just turned it on. The first song is by that. And then like five tracks later, there's another track. And I'm like, interesting. And then there's another track, you know, another five. So I'm like, okay, well, maybe I should listen to this album. And I was like, all right, I get it. Like tribulation got added to my library and i'm like this is i i like this so uh the most popular song which is the one i chose uh off the the newest album is called hour of the wolf and 30 seconds in right like this kind of is the feel for the for the whole song but it it wasn't i don't know it's 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 different right it's it's not the metal that i was expecting um especially after seeing the band and like, you know, like their kind of motif and like, you know, aesthetic, I was like, I didn't necessarily expect that. But again, after listening to it and then seeing it, I'm like, this makes sense, right? Like this isn't a paragon, like bounce, a bounce, a bounce, a bounce, like <laughs> this makes sense. So let's, let's take a listen to it. Cause, uh, yeah. I need to get it fresh in my head again. Yeah. I like that little bit too. Alright, Steve, so so what what subgenre does this really lean into? It's definitely like an offshoot of black metal, um, especially with those vocals. I wouldn't know how to classify it other than that though, because like it's not the way I was describing this to a couple buddies of mine is that like if Ghost were better and had black metal vocals, this is the band. That is the perfect description. And we talked like about it, how he was listening to Ghost, and I was like, okay, like, I, I get this, you know, but yeah, it's very, you know, like, poppy kind of, you know. It's kind of poppy, right? But, like, there's still something about it. Like, I've definitely heard other black metal bands that have this kind of guitar tone and are playing more kind of mid-tempo stuff. So this isn't really that far off from, from that kind of thing. But, like, when we think about black metal, we usually think about faster music, especially more blast beats, and you're not getting a ton of that here. So if you're interested in black metal, but you don't want to, you know, go full speed ahead and you want to dip your toes in a little bit, I would definitely recommend So once you dip your toes in, though, let me just say that, again, the algorithm says, like, oh, hey, you want black metal? Here's black metal. Because then I was getting, like, 
behemoth and like a, a whole bunch of other you know like uh, kind yep. of intense black metal coming my way and i was like again I'm, i wasn't like turned off by it but i was like oh man i guess this is just the season for black metal right is is it like black metal release uh month maybe it's black metal history month is that what they're trying to go for i don't know maybe i have no idea but i definitely kind of feel that too i do feel like black metal is kind of uh making the rounds a little bit more than it used to interesting because it is black history month so maybe they're yeah 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 sorry i i saw where you were going with that and then i just bypassed it again i, well, I, I need I to acknowledge felt, yeah you know and i was like i mean like I, i'm i'm like is that in bad taste like <laughs> i don't like, know i feel like this month should maybe be maybe we could do this next time uh maybe because i think are we gonna have one more episode in february damn it no this is our last episode this month <laughs> last one we've talked about we this, do a, this episode too i think so yeah like uh maybe we can do like feature bands that all like are like have black members in it i think that'd be kind of yeah. cool because yeah. there are bands out there that i think like really good bands that people should know about if they don't already but it would be a, a cool kind of constraint on our part to try and find bands that fit that i like it cool we'll do that next week next episode all right. <laughs> all next right, week so we're playing rocket yeah <laughs> all right give me a moment to get everything uh queued up here you're good man you're good you're so good <laughs> I'm good. You're good. We're all good, man. We are all good. Oh, this beer is kind of like getting me all. Mm. Getting things gurgling. Things moving around. Yeah. Things are happening. Things are happening. All right. So the song that I want to feature next is by a band we both like, Gojira. They are, they just released a new single, I believe. Uh, mm-hmm. it is called, totally forgot the song already, Born for One Thing. Um, there's not much to say about it other than it's Gojira and it fucking rocks. So we're going to go ahead and take a listen here about a minute 40 in. Uh, there's a couple cool sections that, uh, start to come up here. So we'll go ahead and take a listen. Uh, do you remember the first time we saw Gojira? Did we see Gojira? I'm pretty sure they opened for Trivium at the concert that we went to. I do. Holy. I remember that show, but I don't remember that. Okay, hold on. I, you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll look it up. Trust, I'll trust you, though, because my memory is crap. <laughs> what year was that? 2006. Six, seven, maybe. Oh, jeez. It was right after the Crusade came out, I think. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh. Unholy Alliance tour? No, that's not it. I'll find it. I'll find it. Keep talking about the song. We might have passed the section I was talking about, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> It's super cool. Everyone can listen to it um, on our playlist or whatever your streaming platform is for music. Oh, no. So it was Trivium and The Sword and Protest the Hero. That's what it was. Okay. 
And then they played in San Diego at Soma. Yep. And it was, uh, yep. Okay. Where did I see Gojira play live? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when did I see them play live? Can oh. I put that in Google? When did I <laughs> see Gojira play live? You just play need to get that, uh, live. that brain computer interface and it'll be able to help you out. I just need. What Scarlett Johansson, you know, telling me <laughs> in my in my ear, whatever from her, right? I, I just need to be Joaquin Phoenix and have the upside down face on my forehead. Have you have you seen that? No, I think I know what you're talking about. Though is that that movie? Um, her, her, yeah, yeah. Uh, Spike Lee, right? Spike Lee, Spike Jones, no Spike, <sighs> Spike. I have no idea. I'm not great with directors. Pop culture brigade, help help me out here. Who directed yeah. her? Yeah, I don't know if Pop Culture Brigade's with us tonight. <laughs> well, oh, if the one are, time we needed a... They'll, they'll, they'll fill in the blank. Um, but there, there's a meme going around where it's Joaquin's, Joaquin Phoenix, like there's a scene where he's like furrowing his brow a bunch, and they tilt the camera like upside down, and they just focus on his eyes, and his wrinkles look like a mouth. <laughs> so, <laughs> so weird. It's, it's amazing. It's not weird. It's amazing. Oh, jeez. Uh, all right. I believe the ball is back in your court. All right. The, the rocket ball, you know, uh, soccer thing is back in my defense zone goal, yes. goal end zone thing. Yes. Um, so uh, another band I think we've talked about a couple times and I haven't listened to because I feel like the guitarist is a tool bag. Um, oh, the lead vocalist. I, I, he, he just looks and behaves like a tool bag and I feel like he's a tool bag. <laughs> And every time I see him in interviews or see him talking, I'm like, you are such a tool bag. You are Tim the tool bag Taylor. Get out of here. Uh, and it's Machine Head. And his, I think his name's Rob something. like Rob Flynn. And uh, I need to tell you that I refrained so hard for years, years of like not listening to this band because I thought that same exact thing. <laughs> right the same exact thing i was like i can't stand this guy i don't want to even support him at all if it came on the radio i would immediately change it yeah and and i think that was the problem is just like i just every time every time i heard the uh the the name machine head i just immediately associated with this guy because the first time i got exposed to him was on headbangers ball with roadrunner no not headbangers ball what was it called roadrunner united where they united, like yep. the the super band mashup, you know, and he was like a captain and got to, uh, um, you know, come in and like recruit a bunch of people. And he's doing like a recording session cause they're, they're doing this song and he's got Jeff waters from annihilator in there, which I really like Jeff waters, right? I really like annihilator. And this guy's just like telling him, you know, to do it this way and this way. And he just felt like a tool bag, but I listened to the song came up in my uh, in my in my shuffle and I was like, who is this? And then I looked and I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. What have I done? <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. That's right. So, good. so the song was called Locust and um, it just had like, I, I don't know how to describe it. Like it was it was just a very unique kind of um, rhythmic chug towards the end that caught me. But Every time I hear the vocals, I still hear the guy talk, so it's really hard for me to get past that. But if this is what, you know, Machine Head Metal is, like, 
maybe I should go back and listen to the catalog. I will say, like, I have gone through some of their their music, and it's not bad. It's what you would expect from a type of metal band coming up in the era that they did. That being said, we could also feel a little bit relieved, I guess, that uh, as much of a tool bag as Rob Flynn is, uh, he did kind of call out, who was it? Phil and Selmo for flirting with like neo-Nazi white supremacist stuff. So like that kind of puts like a different spin on it for me. Like I was starting to look at him a different way and I was like, okay, well, if you're that kind of cool, then maybe I can give your music a little bit of a listen. Yeah, like 100%, right? Like I, I think, you know, back in the in these other times, right, where it was all of these things weren't in the forefront. We were very much sheltered from a lot of this kind of stuff, right? The reason I associated this guy with the two bikes is I saw him on some metal album being, like, kind of a jerk to other metal members, right? Like, and, and that was all that I knew, right? Let alone, like, not even knowing this guy, right? So, again, don't judge a book by their cover, right? Like, if they make, you know, decent music, like, and they have, you know, a decent view on human rights, like... Maybe you're a pretty cool dude, and maybe you just came across super abrasive, and that's just your management style. That's just your producer style. And fine, you know? But hindsight yeah. is always twenty twenty. Yeah. <laughs> Looking back, is still a bit fuzzy. <laughs> there next was line. like... No, come on, come on, come on. Let's play, let's play the game. Ne- what's the next line? You speak of mutually assured destruction. destruction. Yeah. Nice story. You know, I'm so bad at lyrics, man, because I don't freaking pay attention to lyrics all that much. I the mo- honestly, I know more lyrics from non-metal songs. I think, well, except for Slipknot. Th- Slipknot. I know a lot of Slipknot lyrics, especially because well, yeah, eighth grade. Yeah. That's you know, eighth grade. That's yeah, did. it's the only metal album you have. You're gonna listen to it every chance <laughs> you get. So many times you're gonna repeat every word because they say bad words, and you say, "Oh, I said a bad word." Oh, that's a bad word. <laughs> um. Uh, the only reason I know all of the so- all of the lyrics to "Sweating Bullets" by Megadeth is because my dad used to listen to that song all the time and clench his teeth and do the most like obnoxious Dave Mustaine, you know, impersonation singing this song. <laughs> and he loved that uh, song, and we had it on tape, and he would crank it in the truck when we go to job sites and like six in the morning. <laughs> Maybe he'd be looking over at me. Uh, my icy fingers claw your back <laughs> like what are you doing dad it's six in the morning i'm yeah. a teenager i'm tired leave me alone i'm a preteen uh, i'm tired preteen uh, oh, i think i boy. almost got this other song cued here one second that's right the 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 rocket league robot soccer ball rc soccer ball is in your end zone I mean, yes. cool. Or uh, <laughs> your end zone. I can accept that. <laughs> All right. There is an artist that I came across came across fairly recently. Goes by the name Game Metal. So like game, like video games mixed with the word metal, but it's just G A M E T A L. A little bit of a play it. on words there. 
<laughs> he's a, he, he does a lot of really, really cool covers, and he his guitar playing is really, really good. And there's one song that came up, I believe, in my release radar playlist again, and it's from a game I've never heard of. The, the track is really long and as far as its title. It's called Transcending, Overpowering, Everlasting. It's from a game called Bug Fables, The Everlasting Sapling. I have no idea what that game is, but, uh, and that being said, like, I have no idea what the original sounds like, but I love what he did with it. He does kind of like a dueling, like a, like a keyboard guitar solo battle kind of thing. So like the section I'm going to feature here, it'll be like a keyboard solo first and then go into the guitar solo. I'm a sucker for those. Yeah, me too, man. And it reminded me so much of Guilty Gear and just like brought me back to all those times in high school where I'd just be like sitting in my room like late at night just trying to learn these songs from ear. I'm just like, yeah, this is why I do it. <laughs> yeah, this is this is why I do this. Oh. I know, right? That's the same exact face I made. Oh. Dive bomb too. Oh, it's so good! <laughs> Dang it! <sighs> just coming in with that little run, just like out of nowhere. Like, <laughs> like oh, the way Ooh. he's playing that melody right there reminds me so much of Guilty Gear. Like, yeah, it's uncanny, yeah. uncanny. Ah. Uh. Anyway, really good song, really good track. Check out this artist, Game Metal. Game Metal. I know you've you've showed me one of their tracks before, uh, and you're like, hey, have you listened to this? Because I think they did a Zelda one at some point in time, and you're like, dude. Yes. Dude. Uh, he's done a lot of really, really good covers. I think he does a, an actual Guilty Gear cover of Ino's theme from X2. Oh, oh my gosh. I think it's hands down the best Guilty Gear cover I've ever heard. Well, maybe wow. we'll listen to it in the after show. <laughs> there we go. So there good. we go. <laughs> uh, All right, right, man. Back so to you. I, I needed some comfort food, you know, and, and I needed a good old, good old heavy dose of of, of metalcore to kind of like wrap up my list here. And it's a song we featured before, but I don't care because this song is so freaking good. And it's a uh, kill switch engage, uh, and the song is the signal fire featuring Howard Jones. Right. So if those those probably know Kill Switch Engage's kind of like a uh, history, um, and they know that Jesse was the the singer for the start of Kill Switch Engage for at least their first two albums, their EP and their and their first full length album, and then he left after that, and Howard Jones uh, replaced him uh, and did I think maybe four albums with Kill Switch, uh, and then Howard had to leave for for personal reasons, and then everyone was like, oh man, like who's going to join Kill Switch, uh, and Jesse came back to join kill switch but i i think you know you had brought this up uh when they released their latest album kill switch did they did a song called the signal fire and they featured they brought back you know howard howard got to come on and do guest vocals for this track and it just reminded me of everything that i loved about kill switch with howard right like he had such a great and unique just voice like his singing voice and his growls and his high scream oh Howard is a great vocalist. Like 
And hearing him and Jesse go back and forth, you know, trade off, you know, verses, I was insta sold on this song and it starts off super fast too. the double bass in this song gets crazy. Oh man, the tempo in this is nuts. So the signal fire about a minute and five seconds, I think we'll kind of catch the end of, of Jesse and then we'll get into Howard's verse and it's just give it to give it all to me. Oh, yes. Such a good call and response, man. Like, it's like each of these guys brought like such great, interesting flavors to the band. And then like having them both in there, like it is. Yes. And the, the trading, you know, like clean screams in, in the, in the, in the chorus. Oh, One last one. Oh, God. Yes. It, it, I love but that. Like, if, if you haven't watched the music video for this too, like it was just the, the motivation that I needed, right? Like I said, like I started with Guar, Sick of You, right? Very much my my music whenever I, you know, come on these places is very much like a journey for me. And then being at that point where like, I'm sick of this and then being able to turn on something like the signal fire, where you have these two amazing vocalists come together with this band and knock it out of the park and fist bump in the middle of this music video, right before the solo kicks off, shut up and take my money. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. I love how excited you get about this band. It's like between this and August burns red. Like it's, it's always fun. Yeah, man. Like I, you know, what I love, I love really hard. You know, like I'm a I'm a hard lover of music. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about music. <laughs> yes. Yes. All right. I love so hard. I think that I've got one last song to wrap this up. Yeah. Yep, yep. Cool. So this band could I guess be could have fallen under the uh underground category but i figured i already had three in there i didn't want to like overdo it or anything and it helped fill out this section so this band is called <clears throat> glowing glowing start to this review like nord yevel i think is how you pronounce it uh the song is called Krigsmacht. i think they're norwegian if i had to guess i have no idea maybe swedish i'm gonna go with scandinavian for sure this band came up when I was listening to some other black metal bands that I like and just listening to like an album radio or something. And it fit pretty well with uh, a project that I'm working on, a musical project that I'm currently working on. And I really, really like the song. I really like the way it started out. So we'll go ahead and take a listen here right from the beginning. This is Krig's Macht. Oh, good. They mixed it up. Thank goodness. Yeah, I know. I was like, this could have been good for yours, but I don't know. I wasn't sure how far uh, we were going to be pushing it. Yeah, yeah, I know. Like, right on cue for me. Okay, now we're... Now, we're, now we're, we've lost it. <laughs> and we're gone. 
It gets a little bit faster, though. Whoa, yeah. Hold up, hold up. Oh, man, this is like the, the eerie kind of, like, oof. Yeah, there's a lot about this that I really, really like, just stylistically, tone-wise, everything. Like, I want to capture this and tweak it a little bit. See, and this goes back to the active listening for me, right? Like, I'm sure you can see, like, I'm actually, like, actively trying to listen to, you know, all the stuff going on, because, like, easy to say, like, ah, okay, whatever, and then, like, they switch it up, it got fat, I'm like, okay, okay, hold on, hold on. And then the guitars are always so fast, like, just, you know, just constant, you know, picking. I'm just like, ah, uh, I'm always trying to pick out, you know, the, the chord variations and changes. Ah, uh, pick out. Nice. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. continue. No, that's I no. <laughs> just just no, no, not after that. You no. don't get it anymore. <laughs> no more. <laughs> no. Uh. So yes, Nord Yevil, I think that's how you pronounce it. Someone can fact check me on that, but I don't know. I just like the sound. That's it. Yeah, that that's to me that that makes a lot of sense uh for you right like you're like ooh cuz <laughs> that makes sense for you steve <laughs> <laughs> i'm not going to say i know you or i know what you're looking for but that makes sense for you i can see how i'm trying to empathize here i can see how that would be appealing <laughs> on brand one might say <laughs> <laughs> boring as others might no i'm just kidding oh harsh uh, it's okay just, it's not for no, everyone just just no just boring for you right like i mean like this this very much is just uh it's just another it's another steve thing right um, oh I, okay i get what you're saying now. yeah yeah, yeah. oh geez man come on i'm not gonna be that harsh on dance i mean unless you're you know rob flynn from machine head in which i guess i'm gonna rip on you for five minutes without without even knowing you oh man uh, oh man he ain't no Jared Dines, though, that's for sure. What a... <laughs> oh, he did something with Jeff Loomis recently, too. Dude, and he I... broke Skype when that happened. Totally... <laughs> <laughs> Your rage just, like, rage for Jared Dines. It, man. <laughs> just... Oh, that guy, I hate him. That was him. perfect. That was perfect. Oh, so too bad we doesn't... still have wrap-up to go, otherwise that would have been a great place to stop. <laughs> totally break the stream because i hate <laughs> yeah freaking dines oh um, man he did something with jeff loomis recently too they were talking about guitar tone or something like that and i just i can't bring myself to click on any of the videos because i hate the guy yeah, yeah. and i hate that he's so successful and i hate <laughs> why <laughs> all based on nonsense <laughs> <laughs> at least he kind of gave up the gent stuff i'm, I'm, I'm he know, did bury it Oh, yeah, but that man. was yeah. I, I okay. So Jared Dines, you know what I was going guitar. for, right? Yeah, he 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 buried his Gent guitar, his famous twenty whatever string guitar. This guitar that probably cost like three thousand dollars, custom made. You know, he yeah. buried it in the sand, and everyone freaked out on him. Like, what are you doing, idiot? <laughs> I know, I was ripping my hair out too. <laughs> yeah, but it's for the views, man. It's for the views. He got my. <laughs> I think I've watched it like three times. <laughs> are you? I, I forgot how how much of a redditor you are. Are you a big redditor? Reddit redditor? <laughs> I used to be on Reddit more frequently. I post a lot of uh, my wood burning stuff on there. There's a couple wood burning groups that 
I'm I used to be more active in, but honestly, like it's kind of gone to the wayside. Not for any particular reason, though. Reddit is the black hole for me, um, mainly because I don't do social media. So Reddit is my, you know, like the next the next thing to consume all of the time. But they mm-hmm. have a subreddit called Angry Upvote, <laughs> where it's like <laughs> don't want to like the thing, but you like the thing, and it's like, nah, I'm giving you the upvote <laughs> because good job, but I hate what you did there. That's like every time I accidentally watch a Derek Dines video, I'm like, I hate you. Here's your here's yeah. your view. Speaking uh, of here's your view and Reddit, um, I saw a new trailer for a, I think it's a T, is it a movie or TV series on HBO? Excuse I me. don't know oh. which it is either. I was under the impression it was a movie, but if it's a series, that could be cool if it's done right. When they tried that once already, IGN, I think, tried to do that with a, oh, okay. with the same franchise and it failed. Yeah. Um, but. Mortal Kombat making a resurgence here. Hell have you yeah. watched the trailer? Yes, I have the red trailer. <laughs> yeah, red band trailer, right? Like, I don't think I've seen a red band trailer since Deadpool, right? Yeah, that might be the same for me, actually. Yeah. Uh, so seeing it come up as red band, I'm like, okay, immediately I know that they're doing something right. <laughs> you know, because <laughs> when you think Mortal one- Kombat... <laughs> Do you think PG-13? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, so I guess for anyone who hasn't seen it, spoilers ahead. <laughs> spoilers ahead for a video game? Yeah, I guess so. Um, I, I don't know. I just kind of want to gather your, your first thoughts and impressions. It's a trailer, so I want to, you know, like, leave it at that. Like, it is cut to be enticing and teasy and all that kind of stuff. But uh, what are your thoughts? I think it certainly has the potential to be really awesome. It from what we've seen in the trailer, if it's going to be on that level throughout, then I'm totally on board. I will say this. I'm very I know I used to be into like trailer music for like a couple years, like a while back. And when it first came out, I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. But everything about trailer music is the same now. So blah. anytime, yeah, blah, like these big epic buildups, and it's usually some rendition of like the song or whatever. And I'm just like, okay, I get it. I know what you're trying to do, but like, just stop already. Like, I'm done, please. Other than that, what I saw was great. What I heard was meh. What sold it for me is when Sub Zero, spoiler alerts, freezes Jack's arms and rips them off yes. in the trailer. Same. Same. And it was pretty early on in the trailer, too. Yeah, was it was like, like in the first 10 shit. seconds. And I was like, oh, this is going to be good. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I was definitely feeling the same way at that moment. And then Scorpion, um, before he becomes Scorpion, right? He's doing mm-hmm. he, right through the head of the one dude. Just, oh, man. All the, all the blood and gore in Mortal Kombat like, was featured in this trailer, too. And it's like, man. How are they going to cram all that into a movie? And I know that CGI is amazing these days and they can do all of that. But whew, I, like, how are they going to fit story in there at this point? Right. Like all these battle scenes are cool, but are they going to try to make some cheesy story? Right. Because, I mean, in Mortal Kombat, the worst thing about it is the story. You don't care. <laughs> Please. And Yeah, that's true. I mean, it, we, we are kind of in it for the the brutality and the fatalities, so to speak. Uh, and the babalities. And the animality. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's what I saw. That thank you for reminding me. Gosh. Freaking uh I don't know 
what Facebook page was sharing this trailer initially, but the band Psycho Stick commented, say, <laughs> commented saying, I have yet to see one Babe Alley. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, <laughs> yes. And then let's also say, like, the trailer was really good, but there were some really dumb parts in the trailer, too. Like, there's a part in the trailer where this is the quote, is like, it's a birthmark. What does that mean? Yes, the birthmark. Oh, it's a birthmark. What does that mean? He was born with it. He was born with it. I was like, maybe it's Maybelline. What the hell? (laughs) And I was like, that's what a birthmark. Wait, are you guys confused about what a birthmark is? Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, the birthmark is the invitation. (laughs) And who is Cole? Whatever his face is, like he plays some character that I don't know about. Like. I don't know. I'm not a big Mortal Kombat-er, you know, like... I'm not too deep into it either. Like, I know the characters from, like, the older movies and, like, a few of the games, but I did not get too far into it, so I have no idea. No Johnny Cage, okay. No campy, you know, like, quippy, you know, whatever person. Uh, $500 sunglasses, asshole. That was the best line in that movie. Don't don't knock that line. I like <laughs> that line. I didn't say it was bad. I was just quoting him. I, I know, I know. <laughs> but I mean, like, you know, everyone hates on Johnny Cage and like, uh, he had some really bad lines in that movie. Yeah, it was. There were a lot of very terrible one liners. Well, it was the 90s. We didn't know any it better. was the 90s, though. <laughs> <laughs> and then I like that movie so much. I had my mom make me a scorpion costume, you know, for Halloween. Nice. It was nice. Oh, uh, man. I always wanted to be as be something cool like that for Halloween when I was a kid. I was Tim the Toolman Taylor, so I guess that is kind of cool. <laughs> yes, <laughs> if you want to. <laughs> Tim the Tool it's Bag Taylor? The Tool Tool Bag Taylor. My mom made me this sweet uh, costume for it. That was pretty sweet. But, like, I don't know. It gets pretty annoying after, like, the fifth house and every single parent's like, oh, come on, do the, do the, ho, ho, ho. And I'm like, oh, ho, ho. Come on, kid. Do the thing that the guy who Earn your prison candy. Did. <laughs> this is your trick. Dance, monkey, the dance. <laughs> uh, I can I can remember that uh I my mom was so great. Like she would, you know, do the same thing. She'd hand make these these costumes, right? And you come out of the movie and you know you have this grand vision of you having the exact prop set of from the movie, right? <laughs> like I want this with the shoulder blades and the mask and all that stuff and then your mom bless her heart goes and buys like the generic ninja costume plans from the fabric store and you come out looking like this black and white bumblebee oh my gosh <laughs> like, that's so good ninja number three ninja <laughs> number three <laughs> and I'm like this isn't no one's going to know what I am. Just be Scorpion, Mom! <laughs> I loved it. Oh my gosh. Good stuff. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. You can follow us on Twitter at MetallurgyCast and on Facebook as Metallurgy Podcast. If you'd like to get in touch, you can email guitar at metallurgycast.com 
or click the submit follow-up link in the show notes. If you've got a minute, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. This helps us reach other headbangers across the globe. If you have questions, thoughts, song or artist recommendations, please let us know. Share the podcast with a friend and don't forget to subscribe to get the latest episodes when they drop. See? Meow, see? Yeah, see. Is that like uh what is it like twenties? No, like thirties mafia villain. Gangster, yeah, Gang- monster, whatever. Uh, I think there's like a specific term for it in film that specific character, but uh, I don't know. Meow. Meow, see. What are we calling this one? Just catch up episode. <laughs> Number two, the return, gonna, the return of the ketchup, return of the ketchup, ketchup episode two, and then and then colon return of the ketchup, but spelled like ketchup. What? Is, how do you pronounce? Is it biannual? Bi biannual? Binaural? 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 It's b i n a u r a l, right? Binaural. Binaural. Mike Lowry. <laughs> I guess like bioral sounds weird, so they need to throw another letter in there to break it up. <laughs> Biaral. There's too many vowels. Americans Quick, Americans split can the only vowels do up. two vowels yeah at a time. Like three of them Next and we don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> you see three vowels, they say, whoa, 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 what's happening here?